the easiest way, the fastest way to grow and scale your business to the place that you want it to be is to take your thinking off autopilot and start to hardwire your conscious thinking mind needs to hardwire your subconscious mind to believe exactly what you want so that your brain can start bringing it to you. Welcome to episode 30 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. I'm super excited to introduce to you my guest today, Dr. Shannon Irvin, who is amazing. We are in a mastermind together, and something I like about her is she takes the woo out of mindset and makes it scientific. Like she talks about how the brain scientifically works. None of this manifestation stuff that I'm really not into because I like data. I like evidence. I like things to be real, like really real, not like imagined real. And she does that with mindset. So I'm super excited for you to hear this episode with her. And if you have not already, please make sure you tap that subscribe button, leave a rating or a review for the Become a Media Maven podcast. I would be very grateful. This is something that is important to all podcasters because it tells iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and Spotify and wherever else you listen to your podcasts that, hey, people are listening to this. People actually like it. People are leaving ratings and reviews and it just helps bump me up in search. And since this is still a relatively new podcast, just 30 episodes in today, I would really appreciate it. Now, here is Shannon. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Shannon, thank you so much for joining me on the Become a Media Maven podcast. Christina, it's such an honor to be on this amazing podcast of yours. Thanks for having me. You're so sweet. Thank you. And I'm excited to talk to you because, as you know, I've told you this before, I am like so interested in what you do because it's something that I never really thought about until Mm -hmm. more recently. And I don't know if that's just because I reached a certain point in my business where I needed to think about it more or I noticed it more. But you actually help people kind of rewire their brain, change their habits Mm -hmm. and their way of thinking. And it's not an easy task, Shannon. Well, people think that it's not an easy task. But the beautiful thing is uh, my background is I've been an entrepreneur all my life, like seriously, since like 19, I, I think I had my first business. So I'm a serial entrepreneur, serial visionary. You know, I start a million things and then um, lose interest in them, you know, a couple months later. And then and that's why I need a team around me to keep them going. I'm kidding. But the reality is I had a moment where like a lot of your listeners like you and I know you and I've talked about this where I had kind of a breakdown moment where I felt like I just, it was an overwhelm. I couldn't figure it all out. I was, I'd gotten to a certain level of success by like hustle and grind and like just sheer will. But there's a point in which that stops working. (laughs) And I had hit that point in my businesses and it was really around the time that I'd had, um, gotten pregnant with my firstborn child. And, uh, he was about two months old 
And I had one of those really ugly cry moments on my bed, just like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do it. I was overwhelmed, like fully overwhelmed. And my priorities had shifted, right? So, you know, taking care of him and my family had become my number one motivator versus just business dr- growth. And I almost um, really started telling myself, gosh, you know, something's got to give. I, I think I've got to give up my businesses or something's got to reduce. And I started just having this kind of conversation in my mind of the fact that it had to be either or that it couldn't be both. And long story short, I, I had a moment where I, I was honestly really frustrated, but I started thinking about like, wait a minute, like I've seen people, right? We've seen them that they seem like they have a very successful business and a successful family. Somehow they figure it out. And so I started asking myself the question, like, what do they have that I don't? And I think that's common for a lot of us as entrepreneurs. We think it's something outside of us. We think it's just, you know, that we just need to do some different system, some different funnel, some different something that the magical fairies at seven figures have that we don't have. Right. Um, and that's where I was, but I, I started to become obsessed with this idea that, well, if they figured it out, I, I can figure it out. And I started getting mentors and I started really diving into this world of what makes successful people successful and, uh, worked with mentors really. I noticed that it was, a it really was a conversation. There was a difference in the way they thought and how they showed up in their business and what they put their focus on. And it was really that shifted for me so much so that I decided to shift my studies from business over and finish up my PhD in neuropsychology, studying what did make it different in their brains versus what was going on in mind, you know, in the past. And what I found out is it's not as hard as we think it is. Our brains are super systematic and they're, they're a process driven way to remove those limiting thoughts that I was having. And that a lot of people have, and to start to truly hardwire, I always call it neurohacking, but truly build the neural networks that allow success to become much more easy, much more effortless and actually fun. But for a lot of people, that just seems like a great Instagram quote. But the reality is <laughs> when you neurohack, you can actually truly wire your brain for the success that you've been craving. I love that. And something that I told you um, mm-hmm. when we first met was, Shannon, I am not a woo person. I'm not into this <laughs> woo. I'm very logical. Like it is yeah. what it is. And the reason that I actually listen to what you say <laughs> is because you like make it scientific. You were like, no, no, no. Like this is scientifically how your brain works. And yeah. that is why I think what you do is so cool because it's like science. It is proven. It is not, oh, what your mind believes. And it's not that that bullshit. Like it really mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. You yeah. No, sound it's like true. It's, and that's why I like it. And that's why I like talking to you about it. I wouldn't have anybody else on to talk about this than you. Um, I love it. it. You make it sound like it's it's easy, but I don't yeah. think it is. So tell us how we can make it easier <laughs> for somebody like me. I've got to, I've got to change her, her programming here. So the reality is, 
you are the creator of your own thoughts. And what I mean by that is your subconscious mind, and I'm just going to get a tiny bit sciencey on you, but only for a micro moment, because it's going to make a whole lot of sense. Your subconscious mind, the one that I'm talking to, I mean, your conscious mind, the one that I'm talking to you with and the one you're listening with, it is the boss. So therefore you are the creator of your thoughts. But so many people, especially entrepreneurs, are on autopilot. So they're not questioning their thinking at all, right? And so our conscious mind, it is the boss. It tells our subconscious mind what to believe and then automate so that it can be efficient, which is great if you're really, really good at um, programming your brain and the thoughts that you're thinking are always 100% in alignment with what you want in your business. But what usually happens for a lot of entrepreneurs is they have a lot of limiting beliefs and they um, have thoughts like, I'm not sure if I have what it takes and I might be judged and I'm not sure if I'm good enough and I'm not really an expert at this. What what will people think? Are they going to judge me? And all of those negative self-limiting beliefs or success sabotaging beliefs that we are so hard on ourselves with, and it's between our two ears, right? Which nobody else sees that it's going on, but yet it's something that you're telling yourself over and over and over again in words and pictures. But when we do that, our subconscious brain goes, oh, okay, I got it. That's what you believe to be true. So if you believe that to be true, I will now take all those negative self-limiting beliefs as truth, as a belief, and I will now take and automate that. And what happens in your subconscious when it builds these neural networks and it automates it is it has, there's a part of the brain called the reticular activating system that literally filters out anything that does not align with what your subconscious programming has. So there is a disconnect or a dissonance or a, a difference between I want to build this amazing six figure business and I want to be an influencer and I'm not sure if I'm worthy enough. I'm not sure if I have what it takes. There's, there's a disconnect and your subconscious always wins if it's on autopilot. So therefore you program this stuff in unknowingly. Most people don't realize that they're, that they're doing this. And we can see in brain scans that these neural networks are formed based on these beliefs and those beliefs become your thoughts and those thoughts become your actions and those actions create the results that you see around you right now. So the easiest way, the fastest way to grow and scale your business to the place that you want it to be is to take your thinking off autopilot and start to hardwire your conscious thinking mind needs to hardwire your subconscious mind to believe exactly what you want so that your brain can start bringing it to you. I love that. And I think it's so true, not just because it's scientific, but it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And I'm like you, I'm a left brainer. Like I'm a show me the steps, give me the process. So I think that's why I gravitated toward the neuroscience of success, because the reality is, and I, I, I do take a strong stand on this. You know, there are great things about positive psychology and about affirmations and visualizations and all that stuff, but they're an incomplete picture. And if you don't actually unwire and remove that neural network that's programmed to believe limiting beliefs, then it's like you're putting a Band-Aid on a huge gaping surgical wound. Like it might work for a micro moment, <laughs> but ultimately 
what we've learned is 80 to 90% of your decisions that you're making and the actions that you're taking every single day in your life and in your business are driven from your subconscious. So that part of your brain, 80 to 90% of time is where you're making your actions and decisions from. So if that's still in there, then that's what actions and decisions you're, you're going to make the 80 to 90% of the time. So you have to remove those. You have to hardwire the kind of thinking that's going to get you to that next level. And that's what sounds very hard to me. Like it sounds so simple to say that, but if it's subconscious and Mm -hmm. it's something that's almost like an involuntary thing that we just do, what are the baby steps to kind of stop and rewire something that has just always been natural to us? I love this question. It's a actually really insightful question because I'm a very insightful person. I Shannon. know. I <laughs> do know that's about you. So the reality is there is a process. I call it my mind matrix process. It's it's a way to make the subconscious conscious so that you can then work on getting rid of those things. So the process, you know, it's it's interesting. Most of the time, us as human beings, we resist resistance. Like when when things are hard or difficult or stressful or we feel uncomfortable or failure is happening or things aren't going the way we want, we actually want to medicate and run from that feeling. But that is actually when you are closest to actually hearing the things that are programmed in your subconscious. And the good news for us as entrepreneurs is that's what we do all the time is take risks and push ourselves and out of comfort zones. So we have a great opportunity to hear our subconscious mind. So really that idea of taking your thoughts off autopilot and really becoming the observer of your thoughts, starting to listen to your thinking. This is kind of the baby step one before the mind matrix process. And it's just really becoming the observer of your thoughts and hearing when you have a thought that doesn't serve your greatest good. So I always have everybody like, just, just become the observer, be the neutral observer of what you're thinking in one day. And all of a sudden you'll realize how frequently we, we are, we're nine times more hard on ourselves than we ever would be on anybody else. And as you start just becoming that observer, you you put it through a filter of, is this serving where I want it to go? Or is this keeping me right where I don't want to be? And as you're going through and really starting to become conscious of what has been automatic, you can start to hear these thoughts. So once you start to hear them, one of the big ones I hear a lot is, uh, I'm not sure if I have what it takes to get this done. You know, it comes in different flavors, but that's definitely one. And in reality, a lot of these thoughts come down to, you know, I'm not sure if I have what it takes, or I'm not sure if I'm worthy of this. And that's, at the base for all humans, we all have those high needs to know that we count, we matter, that we that our contribution is making a difference. And so when things don't go right, we start just saying, I knew I knew it. Like, I just don't have it. I, I just am missing something. So as soon as you catch that thought, the first step in the process is really recording it. And what I mean by that is writing it down. There's a part of our brain that it pulls it to when you get it out of your own head and you actually write it down on pen and paper where you can see it. Now you've actually removed it even a little bit further from that subconscious into the conscious mind where you can look at it. So first is recording it. First is realizing it, which is that first step. Second is to record it, write it down. 
people resist this, but it really is the key to pulling it more out of your subconscious where you can see it as an adult thinking person, you can actually look at it. And the third piece of it is to start to refute it. I mean, like literally put that thought on trial. So uh, I'll just give a real example. When I was starting to you know, do my podcast, I had a fleeting thought and I catch him quickly now of like, gosh, I'm not sure I have enough value to bring to this podcast. It was just a micro moment. And then I, I was starting to move on. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That that's a limiting thought. So let me work through that. So obviously I recognized that that was the first step. I wrote it down. I recorded it. I wrote it down. I wrote, I'm not sure I have enough value to bring to the podcast. So when you record it, two things are going to happen. And this is part of refuting it immediately you might, which I did start to go, that's not true. Like as soon as you see it outside of yourself, your, your conscious thinking adult, brilliant mind can start to look at that and, and realize that's not really true. So I started saying like, no, that's not true. And I, it, part of refuting is just writing down all the truth that is evidence against that lie that you've been telling yourself. So, you know, I went on about, you know, I've got this degree and I've helped this many people grow businesses to six and seven and even eight figures, you know, so I just started writing stuff down. But a lot of times these things are like, they're processes that we developed as a child. So like you said, it seems hard because it's probably been in there for a long time. And a lot of times somebody will see what they've written down and kind of agree with it. Like, you know, just kind of like, yeah, I mean, they'll agree. So what I really encourage at that point is to pick somebody that you love and adore and would never want anything to happen for me. You know, it's my kids and my husband, right? So don't literally do this, but you know, if, if figuratively I said, okay, I'm going to take this thought and I'm going to put that on him. And so I said, okay, imagine myself talking to my son and Max, I don't think you have enough value to bring to the world. And as soon as that came out of my mouth, I, you know, I'm obviously not saying it to him. I'm just saying it to myself. The Southern mom in me was like, I'll cut you. There's no way you're (laughs) going to say that to my son. Like he's this, he's this, like you immediately start defending because we are so much harder on ourselves. But as soon as we put that lie on somebody else, all of a sudden it's just like, crystal clear as day how much of a lie that really is and if it's been on autopilot it it is running your subconscious so you now have this beautiful bank of truth that you've written down in opposition as you've put that thought on trial whether it be your own or when you put it you know in on somebody that you love and now you have this beautiful truth that you can now rewire yourself with so it's literally that simple of a process but it's something that kind of like diet, kind of like exercise, it could be our number one competitive advantage, but you have to practice it and you have to, you know, make it a part of your daily process of becoming the very best version of yourself. And, and as you catch these things and you work through this mind matrix process of recognizing, recording, refuting, and then rewiring it with the truth, then you start to really feel the power in control that comes with hardwiring your mind because then you realize I really am the creator of my thoughts. I now have a new thought about what I used to have a negative thought about. And you just continue to tell yourself anytime, 
a lot of times emotions come up before the feeling. So when you start to feel like I don't have what it takes, kind of that feeling starts coming up. You're like, nope, I know I have what it takes because, and you just tell yourself that. And in that process, you are building a new neural network. So it's as simple as speaking out that truth in opposition to that lie that had been subconscious and programmed and automating and driving your life. So it's, it is a process, but it is a step-by-step process. And so it is fairly, fairly easy to go through the process and just make it a part of your daily ritual. How do you catch yourself thinking these things if it does just come so naturally? Like, how do you stop and say, like you said, you recognize them pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Is it just a practice thing? It it is a practice thing. And honestly, the best part of the practice, and it's truly the most simple step that you can take and your listeners can take, is starting every day realizing like you truly are, your your conscious brain is the boss. You are the creator of your thoughts. So so just that act alone and the act of saying, I'm going to observe what I think today. Because what happens is 98% of the people out there They just go and feel and react and things are happening to them. But in reality, your current reality, the state of your business and your bank account and your health and your family, all that is just a direct reflection of what you have programmed in your subconscious mind to believe. So here's what I love about this. If all that is the case because you've programmed your subconscious to believe it, then once you're really taking your thoughts off autopilot and really just being aware and starting to catch them when you hear them, not making it like a stressful thing, but just a, you know, observer, like you're just observing another human being, all of a sudden you're starting to realize like, oh my gosh, I can truly use the way my brain is wired, which is to automate and to make things efficient for me. And I can help it automate exactly what I want. And this is why so often you hear, and honestly, if I'm being real, there was a point where I would get so annoyed by this. Like you'd see these great little Instagram quotes or these great seven and eight figure entrepreneurs. They're just saying, gosh, it's so easy and effortless. And you, I remember just thinking like, I don't like you because it's hard for me, right? I remember that feeling. And the reality is they don't necessarily know it, but most people at that level have had to start to become the creator of their thoughts and started to manage the way they're thinking. And in that process, once we've programmed in how we want to think, then that same reticular activating system we talked about at at the top of the interview starts to filter in everything that aligns with those new beliefs and those new thoughts. And now all of a sudden you start recognizing things, you know, opportunities, things coming to you because it wasn't that they weren't there before. It's just you literally couldn't see them. And now they just seem like they come easily and effortlessly. And that's why pe- those folks are saying those things. It's because they've actually trained their mind to start to bring it to them, which is really, really important. So when people say be mindful and they talk about mindfulness, mm. this is what they're talking about? You know, I think mindfulness is a little bit of a difference in that most people use that term of just being aware and being in the present moment, which is an amazing thing to do. But I think this is a different level. This is a real conscious practice of 
being aware of what you're thinking. So it's a little bit different. It's not quite so just be in the present moment and, and don't be in the future, which I think is what mindfulness really focuses in on is it's more, where am I right now? What am I saying to myself? And I always encourage like those moments when things are stressful and things aren't going the right way and they're, they're, you're feeling resistance. Those are the times you, you can hear it almost more clearly um, than when things are just like skipping along and going fine. Right. But just being the active, it's, it's like when you decide to go exercise, all of a sudden you notice more exercise, you know, you notice people differently, right? Or when you um, decide to buy a new car and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I never saw this car before. I was going to be the only one with it, with it. And now I drove it off the lot and there's a thousand people with this car. What's the deal? Well, there was always that amount of cars out on the road and there were always that amount of people working out just your brain never saw it and and it's just truly that place of becoming aware that starts to allow you to hear it so it isn't as complicated as it seems it's just the practice of being aware of your thinking and and not letting it just be automatic okay i like it i like it a lot can you give me an example of a time when somebody was struggling with this, um, something that I do like a lot before I give you, before I ask for the example is when you say the way you talk to yourself, you're really hard on yourself. Would you Mm -hmm. ever say that to your child? And then you imagine saying something like that to your child and you're like, Oh my God, that's a terrible thing to say. I would never do that. But we do it to ourselves all the time. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually something that we've found. It's a, it's, it's called a negativity bias and it, it works kind of in two ways. It works that way where we just are that much harder on ourselves. And it also, it's, it's kind of like when you see a a nine positive comments, they make you feel good for like a second, but you know, then you move on, you see one negative comment and you hyper focus on that. It's because we see negativity nine times more than we do positivity. It's just, you know, it's hardwired in us since like caveman days when we needed to see the negative in order to live, right? We needed to see the tiger in order to survive. That's why negativity bias is kind of programmed in our, our hardwiring. But where I see it manifesting more than anything is just how hard we are on ourselves and when we would never be that judgmental on any other human being at all. And we've got to remember our brains, and I, I, I say this with caution, because a person that takes their thinking off autopilot and truly starts to dive into um, wiring themselves for this, for success, this isn't true for. But for most people who are on autopilot, um, your brain is not wired to be an entrepreneur. In fact, you know, we, we see it as like planning and growing and building, but your brain sees it almost as a threat because the reality is your brain is wired to keep you safe and to keep things familiar And unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, an entrepreneur is taking risks and doing things nobody else is doing and, and putting themselves out there, all things which your brain on autopilot feels like that's a threat. And so therefore it wants to retreat to what your subconscious believes. And that's why you find yourself getting so close to, to getting through a breakthrough or getting somewhere and you sabotage or, or you Netflix binge, or you don't stay in integrity to what you say you're going to do, right? And so you don't show up the way 
that you said you would, or you make excuses. The, that is literally your brain's way of, of, of pressure relief valve to, because it wants to get you back to safe and familiar. And when you know that, that kind of knowledge is truly powerful because knowing that you can truly use all these beautiful systems that are in your brain to bring all the success to you so much easier once you, and there's a process I take my clients through, which is called brain priming. It's a little bit different than like your typical visualization and affirmation and all that fun woo woo stuff that you love so much. <laughs> but it's truly like giving your brain uh, a picture of where you want to go, but doing it in words and in emotions, very tactile way of doing this. And the reason we do that is because your brain, it doesn't know the difference between something actually happening, like you hitting six figures or it happening in your mind's eye where it, it has all the feeling and all the emotion and all the senses involved. So that's brain priming. And we've seen this in research over and over and over again, where someone will teach one group, a, the scales on the piano, right? And, and they'll practice an hour a day and they'll, they'll have another group that they don't touch the piano, but they do this brain priming and they learn the scales that way. And we can do the scans and see that the exact same center of the brain that has learned information has stored it. And those same people that were in that test group that never touched the piano can just sit right down and start playing the scales because their brain, you, it really knows no difference between actually physically doing it and what's primed in your brain. And so once you've kind of unwired these limiting thoughts, the fun of it is, is starting to do this brain priming and truly being able to build these neural networks that are telling your brain exactly what it wants to see and feel and experience so that that those things become a reality so much closer it, or sooner. It's, it's like stepping into the actions and the daily decisions and beliefs of a six and seven figure entrepreneur now so that you just become one so much quicker. Can you give me an example, just like a short, sweet, clear example of somebody came to you, they were struggling with something specific and you helped them turn things around? I, I have a lot of them and I have tons of favorites, so it's hard for me to choose. Um, you know, one of my clients, Carl, is a favorite of mine just because he, he was so frustrated. He was kind of, I think probably cause he was a lot like I was, he had a pretty successful six figure business and it was all built kind of like my original businesses were like on just sweat equity. And, you know, he, he had the businesses, but he wasn't happy. Right. And he was feeling extremely overwhelmed, disconnected from his family. Cause he was spending a ridiculous amount of time with, you know, the business, trying to grow it, trying to grow it. And he recognized um, through our phone call that we had that he was, um, just procrastinating cause he just didn't like, there was no more of him to give. Right. So he was at that breaking point and all we did was start to just help him become aware of those limiting beliefs and work through that mind matrix process. And then we worked on this priming where he really primed into his thinking exactly where he wanted to be. He, he had a clear vision. He wanted a seven figure business and he did have kind of the clear steps that he wanted to take to get there, but then he would procrastinate. 
and he just wouldn't do it. He just, he would show up halfway or he would sabotage sometimes because he just, it's again, your brain's way of kind of bringing you back to what's comfortable. And as we started removing, working on removing those limiting beliefs and he started really in his words saying he started to believe the empowering truth that he had uh, discovered about what was in his mind. And he really started to think that on a daily basis, it became almost an obsession for him. And in the morning he'd wake up and do it at night, he'd do it. And he just really trained his brain what exactly he wanted to have happen. And it's, it, he always talks about how the desire to procrastinate went away because his brain started seeing the possibilities and the potential and how to show up differently. And, and so it became lighter. It became easier for him. And one of the things he would tell me is like, Shannon, I don't almost like he was annoyed with it. He's like, I don't get it. I'm not working as much, but somehow people keep giving me money. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) this is a bad problem to have. And I'm like, no, you got to understand you're just, you're just all you've done it's like we we go around in our in our lives and our businesses with a foot on the gas, right? Because we're driven and we want to see things happen and we want to succeed. But at the same time, we have a foot on the brake at the same exact time, and we we believe all these limiting beliefs, and and we're wondering why we can't get anywhere. And the reality is, you just, you, you got to take your foot off the brake. <laughs> and as soon as you do that, it's kind of like Carl's experience where. He said, these people are just, I'm able to get clients super easily now where it was just such a struggle before in his business. I mean, within six months, he was at seven figures. And last time we connected, uh, his business was blown up to over eight figures and he's doing really, really well. I mean, that's one example. And then I can think of recently one of my VIP Academy students, she was a mama too. She had a, a blog that was going really well kind of before she got pregnant, but then she got pregnant and, you know, needed to spend that time with her, her child. And then she got pregnant kind of quickly after that. So she had a good two year period of just kids and only kids and really let the blog go and let that whole little business go. And she had built it to like, you know, a decent, you know, five figure month kind of place before the kids. But as what happens with a lot of us, you know, she shifts happen in life. Right. And all of a sudden she started allowing all these limiting beliefs to creep in. Like maybe I, I don't have the time. Maybe I don't have, maybe now that I'm a mom, people aren't going to take me seriously. I mean, she really started to tell herself these things that weren't true, but yet started to kind of define her. And then her behaviors, you know, started reflecting exactly what those beliefs were. And as she started to recognize these things, you know, she said she she was so unfocused, but she knew she wanted to get that part of her back and she didn't know how she almost felt like there's just no way to do it. Right. And, uh, as we just started peeling away, like one limiting belief and she'd worked through the mind matrix process, then, you know, a couple more, we, it's not that there's thousands in there and you're going to be doing this. It's honestly, Christina, it's like one or two that have different variants, but as soon as you get to them, all of a sudden, all those other ones tend to unravel. And that's what happened for her. And all of a sudden it was, she said, it's like scales came over her or off of her eyes. And she went to this place of, okay, now I see that the possibility is there. Now, what should I do? Like, you know, just that, that place a lot of us get to of, I'm not sure what the right next step is. 
And so I just had her sit down and really define where she wanted to end up, you know, who she wanted to be with, how she wanted to be feeling, what she wanted the business to look like, who she wanted to serve, how she wanted to be showing up. And then the brain priming around that is just reverse engineering that and, and in the morning and in the evening when our subconscious is really more accessible and then also right after exercise, she just committed to telling herself that truth over and over and over again. And um, it's, it's just fun to watch her. She relaunched her blog. She's having a great success with that. And she's starting to feel like there are no um, restrictions on her future. And now she's turned it to the place where her kids are going to be able to watch her be the best version of herself and which obviously has that trickle down effect to her kids. So I've seen her go completely 180 to, I'm not sure if I should just stop this blog and just, you know, just be, I love that saying, just be a mom, only the most important job on the planet. Um, Or if I should also allow this blog to take life. And as she started priming her brain, she went from having zero confidence and total lack of focus to laser like focus and complete, complete competence in knowing that she was going to get there. And it was just a matter of time. And so we've watched her go from, you know, maybe a thousand readers to 10,000 readers. And the last time I checked with her a couple weeks ago, she was at over 50,000 readers every time she posts. So, you know, that's just, that's the power that our brain has to start to bring to us the things that we want once we get that foot off the brake. Awesome. I love it. So if people want to know more about how they can rewire their brain, change their subconscious thinking and make it a little bit more conscious, where can they find out more about you? Well, uh, thank you, Christina. You know, I would love if it's up to you, I could offer them a fun like way to get their toes wet. If they like, yeah, um, I have a, toes wet. yeah, let's get the toes wet. Right. So, um, I have a brain priming audio and I, it's an AM and a PM audio that you just listen to. It's very passive, but I've, over my years of experience uh, of working with entrepreneurs and highly driven people, typically there are some patterns that show up for a lot of us. And so the priming is around the truth around being enough and, and the fact that you can do hard things and that people are waiting for you to show up and those kind of things. And so, um, it's a downloadable, they can download it for free and just listen to it and start to allow your brain to see a different, um, potential than maybe you're telling yourself right now. And then, you know, I'm, I'm doing masterclasses. I don't know when this is going to air, but if I've got a masterclass going, jumping in to learn more on that, of course they could do that as well. But I would love to offer that to your tribe, the brain priming audios, if, if that's something you think they'd like. And where can we get that? Um, so you can go to, I'll, I'll send you the link, but you can go to drshannonirvin.com forward slash mind your business. Cute. Aha. Uh-huh. uh, we'll put that in the show notes sounds good but yeah I I think just you know I really want your tribe to know like everything that they need is truly within them it's it is within you like you have it's not true that some that the six and seven and eight figure entrepreneurs have something that you don't you actually have everything that you need already inside of you, but you just, you just have to tap into it and truly 
become the creator of your thoughts so that you can create that business and life that you love. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shannon. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. You are going to not want to miss next week's episode where I talk to Jill Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5. So if you are in a full-time job and you're thinking of saying, screw this, then you're really going to want to hear next week's episode with Jill Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5. If you have not already, please make sure you jump in my three-day media class, Pitch Publicity Profit. You can access that at pitchpublicityprofit.com. On day one, I teach you how to pitch the media, and I actually share the exact pitch that one of my media mentoring clients used to land coverage on local TV in a top 30 market. Day two, we talk about publicity and how to nail that media hit. So on day three, you can actually turn it into profit, and you can see profit from your publicity. So many people think it looks cool to be featured in the media, but let me tell you, it's not cool not making any money from it. So I'm going to teach you how to make money from being in the media. Get that again at pitchpublicityprofit.com. Everything that Shannon and I talked about is in the show notes as well as a link to Pitch Publicity Profit. So please make sure you check out the show notes and I will see you next week for another episode of the Become a Media Maven podcast.